Dear friends, it's always a very great pleasure to meet the members of Estona, and I must say as well, I thank the chairman for his introduction. I so want to wish him uh, well in the in the important responsibilities that he has taken on. It's a very great pleasure to meet at any time the members of Estona. Estona is a group, as I said, that as you have heard described as a very important institutional recognition of excellence in the arts. But I've always thought when I have come to these occasions that it's so important to recognize that it isn't <coughs> just the achievement but rather also the life commitment that is involved it, on, on all occasions in the artists in, that we recognize. It's beyond immediacy or any brevity of moral or an aesthetic kind. And the voice and wisdom of Estona members is a crucial resource and support to Irish artists. Estona and its memberships are not just representational of the creative life of the, this country, but they represent not only past achievement, but also the important possibilities of the future. The chairman made reference to, if you like, <coughs> the role of, of art and, and culture uh, in the rise and fall of civilizations. I was just struck by that I recently I was writing the, uh, the Aristotle address that I was given Athens in October. And I was just thinking that while you have a golden period in the history of Athens, you also have, after the invasion of Sicily, a great falling away again. And we must remember that anything we've achieved in relation to culture and the arts is always imperiled by circumstance and by opinions that are not conducive to the respecting the, uh, uh, the importance of, of art and culture. These are not trivial or residual or peripheral matters. They're matters that define ourselves as people and how we see ourselves. And the title of C, uh, wonderful work, reminding us again <coughs> of something else, is what I think I mentioned in the same way as I've said, looking at the Athenian system where the person who had won in the Olympics was giving preference over the poet, who was in turn giving preference over the historian, and mm -hmm. so forth. In exactly the same way, it's something we share, the position of the sea and the filler in ancient Irish, in, in ancient Irish culture. I think that it's an, a reci the recipient, you, it has been the, the chairman is correct in saying that it's so important that it is a decision by one's peers. And Roger, there's no greater honour you can get than the honour of recognition by, by one's peers. In your case as well, of course it recognises what is literally an absolutely exceptional body of work that has made a deep and lasting impact on the cultural landscape of Ireland and elsewhere. And I so was literally blown away in reading about the sheer what it includes and the wholeness of the commitment that you've made across the, the form. And of course, to have, this is our, our second composer to be, to be so honored. And I, 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 will, I think it's so important. 
And the other scene, and the scene I like that from Samuel Beckett to Tom Murphy, or all of those invested, they they had achieved an excellence that recommended itself to their peers for outstanding quality. And I think as well in relation to where they stand in relation to it, I was very. Tom Murphy was no longer with us when when he passed away last year. Thinking of Tom Murphy's work, there was a great vindication of what I had been saying there. One is only to recall the response to Murphy's work in London in the 1960s and to the later, 40 years later, when the same plays were put forward again. In many cases, it tells us in a way how we must always free ourselves from ill-informed criticism. I always remember it, those Sunday Times, Sunday and the Observer. One critic saying that he wouldn't like to meet Mr. Murphy after dark, and the other saying that he wouldn't, the Home Secretary wouldn't have done his job duty if he hadn't, if there was an Irishman left in London. And I think that it tells us, in a way, in many cases, of the fragility, too, about how important it is to have organisations like Estana, standing as it is, as a collection of people who have, in fact, actually achieved their excellence, not always in the most favourable of circumstances, but where they have had to endure in circumstances that were not propitious. And the importance of Murphy's example for Irish theatre is immeasurable and outstanding. His work sings out. <clears throat> He's the great poet of the Irish theatre, in my view. A unique body of work that was provocative in its searing honesty and in emotional and social terms. And as I have said, I'm my, my memory of it is work that sang out on stage. With Tom's passing, we're left with five seer, Camille Souter, Shosha Bodley, Edna O'Brien, Imogen Stewart, and George Morrison. But I think that all of us gathered here today will in fact welcome the latest C, who is now joining what, I, if he doesn't embarrass, I would say, is a prestigious leaven of the artistic community. So it will be great delight that I will today confer the golden talk, the symbol of the office of C and Roger Dyer, composer, pianist, theatre producer, actor and member of Estona. And what an extraordinary life he has had, uh, studying piano from the age of nine. You remember those phrases about learning piano, as all those... Uh, child-improving parents would say the piano will stand to her. But I think that, uh, uh, but I think that in his case, there's a, a brilliant early record uh, of scholarships that enabled him to study composition from the Royal Irish Academy of Music, the Institute of Sonology at the University of Utrecht, and the Finnish Radio Experimental Musical Study Studio. And then I, I think one of the things, when I referred to wholeness and thinking as I was saying... <coughs> Is thinking again of what I was working on yesterday as well. You were always required, I think, at the Festival of Dionysius to submit a comedy as well as a tragedy for the obvious reason of recognising the wholeness of life. And certainly the body of work that Roger stands for is an extraordinary wholeness. I think that uh, from being a drummer with supply, demand and curve and jazz therapy, improvisation, fusion music, and all of these wonderful early studio albums. And I think as well, he's moved branching into electroacoustic work, this great magnum opus Babel in 1989, five CD, CD set that took 10 years to compose. And each track, a room or a place within an imagined tower city, a kind of 
hour of virtual reality, celebrating the multiplicity of musical language, according to Barbara Gillian Dignam's review in the journal Irish Musical Analysis. 103 pieces of music composed with 48 collaborators. And then on through the, two, the 2002 to 7, the three volume electronic work Passadis, 27 albums of his music have been released. Scores for several films, including Badawani, Pigs, and Atlantean by Bob Quinn, and how clearly I remember that. And also, as well, when I mentioned Bob Quinn, I said, there's an example who really is one of the people who's one of the great supporters of, of film as an art form, really give, saving film as an art form for us when the atmosphere had taken funding away from it and indeed was hostile to it. And then in, I think as well, George founded Meter Productions in 2013 with opera director Eric Fraud. And then you had new forms of opera for the 21st century. And it will be, I'm delighted to see that opera is being supported now again in Ireland. It will be one of the great tests of us to see what in fact actually we leave as symbols of uh, what is there in relation to all of these art forms. I often think of the concert hall and all the great debate about whether we could even have that meagre concert hall we have. But we have left no opera houses and any great buildings out of our moments of excess, but that's for another day. I think as well, something which is very important about that uh, major production company that, was, that Roger founded, the, the Electronic Opera Heresy, originally titled a, a wonderful title, which I prefer, uh, The Death by Fire of Giordano Bruno, about Renaissance philosopher Giordano Bruno and his trial for heresy at the Vatican and his subsequent execution. Again, telling us something else about the great freedom that is essential in artistic creation. I want to just so pay tribute to the later versions of that work which were performed at the, the Theatre Festival. I think, too, as well, we're not always, as if in these giving that one has to remember, one is not, in fact, presenting summaries of potential obituaries. Uh, Roger's work continues, and his recent album releases include explorations in the imagined, in imagined world, world music, The Thousand-Year-Old Boy, Time Machine, and I think Frail Things in Eternal Places with, with, with a score and improvised vocal collaborations of eight singers. There's an extraordinary breadth of inclusion in this work, which is open and invitational to uh, 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 different performers. He's operate that the music theatre company, Operating Theatre, which was set up with Irish actress Olwyn Fuere, producing many important site-specific productions, including, as I've said, Passades, Here Lies, and Angel Babel, all featuring uh, his music. I think that it is, I deliberately say this because it is one of the great failures of the contemporary times when people say that, you know, uh, assuming that people have living very busy lives, I won't delay you long. I think it would be very useful if some people were delayed a bit. <laughs> uh, 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 but uh, I think that I think there is a great international reach in his work, not just here in the United Kingdom, our nearest neighbour, but in the Netherlands, France, Venezuela, the United States, where his work is is so well known, and then the dance companies with which, he, uh, uh, with which he has worked. But the great famous theatre work is perhaps the music he wrote and performed on piano on stage for the Stephen Burke version of the Oscar Wilde play Salome, 
which played in Dublin's Gate Theatre in London's West End and on three uh, world uh, uh, tours. That magnificent work of Wiles and its beautiful colour that is at the back of it in its presentation. Last year saw the production of an extraordinary, I think, uh, uh, Brian's uh, film on the curious works of Roger Doyle, in which he's referred to as the godfather of Irish electronics. It observes him presenting one of his most ambitious musical projects to the general public, the first elect his first electronic opera as it was being prepared for staging in Dublin. Look, I've said all of this, but isn't it so? We should all agree and applaud that Roger Doyle is so very much the embodiment of the creative mind, on Mion Crochyok, true artist, deep and wide and generous ability across all the arts, working in collaboration and in, in cooperation with, with other artists. And so it is hardly a surprise that he, he Doyle's key influences, what has influenced him, again going back, what I have read is that they're attributed to Stravinsky, Debussy, Pierre-Henri and the Beatles. But he's at the Irish Times, said his name is revered in the realm of theatre. His work, Four Sketches and All the Rage, awarded prizes in the Dublin Symphony Orchestra composition in the 1970-74. And there's a list of all of these. The Irish Arts Council's Martin Toonder Award in 2000, and it goes on and on. The Irish Times and, uh, described his album Chala Memento Mori as a richly rewarding work that runs the full glorious gamut of human emotion. And then I think as well in Fanfare magazine, Babel, which was released in 2013, is described as follows. This is a phenomenal, and of course, we were making allowances for the, the, from the country from which the, this critical piece is written. This is a phenomenal listening experience of Wagnerian dimensions and arguably Wagnerian ambitions. The whole concept is amazing, an impeccably imagined alternative world experience, fascinating and well worth the time required to properly immerse oneself in the weird and wonderful contents of Roger Doyle's head. Now, I think that he has been his, what is wonderful and what is so important of the way really, if there is importance to what I've said already, is the willingness of those who share that experience with others. And the, his being an adjunct professor of music at Trinity College Dublin, being made recently, is such a generous, generous, they're very, very fortunate. And I, I think that in any of our discussion and culture and the arts, and Chairman, I so want to wish you well, it is not something that fits into any part of the economy or society. It is something that has of its nature to be intergenerational. It is, in a way, it carries all the registers and gift of previous traditional work, but it also anticipates, and it anticipates only what is theirs to the evasion of experience, what is threatening, but also what is very, very beautiful. As it is because I've been working on something recently, I think it's so important, as I have said, not only to have, if you like, the analytical capacity of reason with humility, but also have to have the grace that comes from the soul that is necessary in the performative itself. I so salute you in relation to that, that you have stretched your range to, if you like, privilege the performative in its many different contexts of, uh, and, techno and technology. Ireland is very fortunate to have such a growing reputation for composition. As I said, this is the second uh, C we would have in composition. 
and I think owing to the groundbreaking work of, of Roger Dowd for 45 years, we are uh, uh, owe him a very great deal of gratitude. Gambuikaslesh is trislimlesh asan gradamatan bronte er avrone er tronona ek etsan atakabelesh snarahadine gwim groks rockspana dan abare maker shula gisneblinte tonachiat. May I congratulate you, Roger, for having been chosen by your peers for this honour. I do so with greatest of pleasure and ask you to accept the golden talk, symbol of office of sea, reflecting a lifetime of outstanding creative work and esteem and admiration in which you are held not only by your peers, but by people not only in Ireland, but all over the world. Tris Liam Nath, congratulations. Thank you.